All right. Hi, folks. It's another GOK Gospel of Kennison. This time it's episode 108, brought to you the week of October 1st, 2019. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison. Welcome to my personal audio journal. Ouch. That's the first thing I'm going to say because I stumped my little toe as I was flopping myself down into my creaky office chair. Can you hear that? Maybe, maybe you can. My office chair is probably going to need to be replaced soon. And I hate that. I, I'm, I'm hard on chairs. I like to move around a lot. And maybe you're the same way. Maybe, but maybe you don't. Maybe you don't put one leg up underneath the undercupping of your knee. That sounds weird. But that's how I do it. I like to sit on one foot. Kind of, sort of. And it 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 puts undue stress on the members of my of my chair. I don't know what parts they are. They're just parts of the same chair. Pardon me while I open this soda. Professional podcasting at its best. Um. So anyway, let me tell you some stuff. It's what you tune in for. Um. One of the things was I listened to my last podcast. I, I usually don't listen to my shows, but I've been listening to them lately just to get a feel for what, you know, if they need to change or not. And one of the things I noticed is I sound different on the show <laughs> than on other shows. GOK, I don't, I, I try to sound happy, but I don't sound happy on GOK. I don't know why. And maybe, maybe that's okay. Maybe that's fine. Um, but I, I was like, Try, I was introducing last week's episode, and I'm and I could hear. I said, "Hey, I hope you can tell from the tone of my voice that I'm happy." And and you couldn't tell. So um, it, it's just something to think about. <laughs> like, do I do I need to pump it up? Do I need to pump up the volume, or am I? Is it all right? I I vote that it's all right. It's okay to just sound conversational but the truth is honestly if you were to sit next to me and we were to have a conversation first of all it would probably be weird for my voice to be coming out of this body because you probably have an idea of what i look like and act like and it's probably wrong because i i just met with a family that listens to a lot of my shows and the kids were just looking at me and the, my kids kept telling me they're just staring at you because it's so weird for your your voice to be coming out of your body. And uh, I, it's like I never hid the fact that I'm a big, fat, ugly white dude. You know, it, it is it is what it is. But if you were sitting next to me, this is kind of how I'd just be talking. I I'm still I get pretty excited about things, especially if you were to tell me about cool stuff that's going on in your life or crafts that you do, or hobbies that you have, or things about your kids. Um, I like that kind of stuff. Unfortunately, uh, podcasting doesn't lend itself to the back and forth kind of stuff, at least not on the show. We, we do that through uh, Facebook and emails and you know all the social media, stuff like that. But what we do do is... Uh, I talk to you about stuff I'm, you know, going on in my life. 
And boy, is there a lot. First of all, I, I should give you a mental update on my, my mental health. It's as, it's as bad as ever. You know what I'm saying? I can't trust it just because I'm feeling a little better, just because I'm accomplishing a few things. Um, so I don't want to be all like, yeah, everything's great. Because any moment, everything can come crashing down and has and does and will. I mean, it's not bad confession time here. It's just the truth. It's the way my depression is. It lets me go for a little while and, uh, you know, and then it grabs hold of me and, and throws me back down. But by God, while I'm okay, I'm doing what I can do. And one of those things, my friends, is I am taking a class. I am taking a class through treehouse.com. No sponsorship affiliation or anything like that. It's just something my wife thought would be a good idea. She's like, you got all this free time. You know, you're, you're done. You're, you're, not, you're, you're bored playing Minecraft. And uh, you ought to have something else to do. And, and why not find a class or something? So I thought, well, you know. I would have, I would like to be able to handle my own website better. Like I've never been completely satisfied with my website. I've never found a theme for the WordPress, you know, deal that I thought fit perfectly with what I wanted from a podcast website. Um, the one, the one that I do have is okay, but I've hacked it and modified it, but I don't even really know what I'm doing. And so I thought I'm going to learn how to do that stuff. But the thing is, I didn't even know what I needed to know. I knew, I, I know that websites are built in a, in a language called HTML. It's pretty basic stuff. I, I, I know HTML. And I knew that it was designed and made to look pretty with CSS, uh, cascading style sheets. Um, and I know enough to be able to hack together some styles and stuff like that. Um, but then the level beneath that, uh, between the server and the end user is something called PHP. And I don't even remember what it's called or, I mean, what it stands for. I, it was a question on a test that I passed though. And that's all that matters. Um, but PHP, it, it, uh, is code that is run that if, if it's run correctly, you don't even know that it's being run in the background because it does what it does before it even gets to your browser. That's how cool it is. And sites like Facebook and Twitter and all of these other sites, uh, WordPress websites are all built in PHP. And um, I don't know how to describe it, but it's what I'm learning. And for the last week and a half, two weeks, I've been doing this course and it's all on video and you listen to people talk and they tell you the things you're supposed to know and they talk a little fast, some of them. And so I have to slow them down. I have to slow them down a lot because sometimes they're talking about stuff and it, it, and I'm telling you. I hope I didn't cover this in the last episode. I, I hope this was just a weekly update for that story show. But um, on on the real, man, it's just something about learning that you would think learning something would make you feel better. 
but it has it has beaten the crap out of me. Um, I just feel like an idiot, you know, that I don't know anything, and I don't know why I would expect myself to know everything right up front. I don't know why I would hold myself to standards that are impossible. I don't know why that not knowing things I never knew, um, but actually trying to learn them makes me feel like a failure, but it does. And, um, but I kept pushing through and pushing through and I kept learning and I got to the end of the first unit. There's like five units. So don't celebrate too much. I'm celebrating by God because I made it to the first unit and there was a test and the test was that you had to code a website that generated randomly uh, generated quotes. Now you had to provide the quotes, but you had to put them in an array, a multi-dimensional array, which if case you don't know, <laughs> is an array full of arrays. It's uh, associative arrays and they're all combined together in a multi-dimensional array. And it sounds awesome, doesn't it? It sounds like something that, that would fly out of a Star Wars movie and try to attack you, a multi-dimensional array from another dimension. But no, it, it's just a bunch of stuff uh, listed inside of another list. And I had to create functions to, to choose a random number and to choose one of those quotes. And then I had to create a function that took that quote and printed it on the screen, and I, I, uh, the whole thing was terrible. <laughs> the whole thing was horrid. It was so hard. The, 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 the multi-dimensional array was not hard. That somehow clicked for me. But functions, I, I got it now. I knew I would once I got through the project, but just right off the top, I was not getting it. I wasn't getting what was what was required. And I, there's no way I could explain it to you. Um, even if you know PHP, I don't know enough PHP to explain to you what my problems were. But there were many. If you do hear something different about my voice, I want to apologize. Because there's a little cold, bug, sniffle, scratchy cough thing going around in my family. And I asked tonight at the dinner table who I had to thank for it. And everybody pointed at Jay. And so uh, apparently Jay brought it home, shared it with his sister, and then uh, with me. So, you know, hats off to Jay. But my PHP project, I, I got it accomplished. And then the, the I, I, I don't know, I just got a wild bug in me that said, you know what, let's not just do the, the project as they asked for. Let's go for a, a grade that's called Exceeds Expectations which is the highest grade you can get in OWLs, by the way. And so I was motivated to do more than the minimum amount of work once I got there. And I am proud to say that now that not only does my random post or a quote generator randomly generate quotes, it, it also does it um, automatically after 20 seconds. It refreshes itself and presents you with a brand new quote, and it changes the background color to a, a variety of beautiful shades and colors that I selected myself. And also it has an extra, just because just it wasn't complex enough, 
it's got an extra a part of the array that that defines what kind of quote it is whether it was a humorous quote a quote from a book or a quote from just somebody's mouth that was overheard someday that you can't attribute to a book and uh anyway it it was it now that it's over i turned it in last night but i'm going to tell you it wasn't working and it wasn't working and it wasn't working and i was i was just i wanted to quit asking for help because i wanted it to be my work but i felt like if i i don't know how much is too much to ask for help with you know um if i was painting a picture for instance and I kept going to the artist that, that's teaching me, and I kept saying, okay, show me how to do a tree. How many times can I do that before I have to say, this is his painting? You know what I'm saying? I didn't really paint all this. He painted all his trees back there. I did this water part, but man, yeah, those trees, the, ones that, the part that looks good, that, that's not me. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to legitimately know how to do it. But I did end up asking some questions and asked for direction and I got direction and it helped me get over some, some brick walls and I got all of it done and it wasn't working and wasn't working. Like I said, and then suddenly I, I fixed some stupid little dot or tittle and it, I refreshed the browser and it worked and the colors were working and the random quotes were working and everything was working, and I I yelled. I'm trying to think of who 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 in a movie yelled the way I did. Um, I don't know. I can't think. But anybody that cheers in a movie that that was me. <laughs> I was like, yes, it's working, it's working. Wait, who is that? Who is that? Oh, that's a movie. It's working. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, I know what it is. It's from Blue Yonder. And it was a... No, no. It's work. I can't remember. If you remember, and you can send me your uh, email, you can tell me what movie that's from. I will send you a uh, GOK sticker. I forgot I even had those. Shout out right now to Peter Chapman and Chris Tipton, who are uh, have long been overdue for... Uh, GOK stickers because of their patronage. And I I guess I just forgot. I forgot to check to see if people in GOK were being taken care of and kind of took you for granted. I feel bad. Um, and I probably lost a couple patrons because of it, which serves me right, you know? Um, but I have these, and they're going in the mail tomorrow. So uh, one of you lives in Australia, so you're going to have to wait a while. But I have... Australia stamps and it's going all the way to your house and I included a little bonus in there but yeah if you could tell me what movie that was from that'd be great but anyway it posted it it works fine I, I looked at all the requirements and the suggestions and how it was going to be graded and I made sure that I had crossed every line and, and dotted every I I uploaded it to GitHub which is where you post code that other people can see. I don't know. I think it's like Facebook for nerds. I don't know. Um, but that's where my school pulled my stuff from. And now I'm waiting. It's been 24 hours. 
and I haven't gotten any email. I asked the lady, and she said it could be anywhere between 24 and 48 hours because typically they do a student review and then they do a staff review. So I'm very interested to see. I, I did put in there. It was very interesting the way it's set up. It's, it said, uh, are you going for meets, meets expectations or are you going for exceeds expectations? And will, or, or would, are you going for exceeds but would be happy to get uh, a, an, a regular grade? And I said, no, I'm in it for the win it. I want the big grade or I want nothing. And uh, that's it was weird to have to select that. It seemed like they would just grade it and say, oh, you know, the dude did the extra stuff. Seems like he's good. Seems like he knows what he wants. But um, I did that. So all that to say that my I, I turned that in and immediately felt just such a rush of relief and, and stress just lift off of me. And I immediately got stupid tired <laughs> and i went upstairs and i laid down and read i'm reading through a book called um how to win friends and influence people and uh it's a good book you should read it seriously especially if you're already a person that loves people and and like it, you're interested in them and you like to talk to people i think you should read it and i think if you're a person that struggles getting to know people and maybe you feel a little awkward, this book will help you quite a bit because the trick is all you got to do is get people to talk about themselves and they will lead the conversation because everybody loves to talk about themselves. So that's one of the secrets. So check out that book. It's an old book too. They talk about old stuff. Like they're referencing old presidents like Woodrow Wilson and Lincoln. And they're talking about Robert E. Lee as a, as a guy. And you know, we don't do that anymore. So, uh, yeah, check it out. On, I got it on uh, Kindle for like, I don't know, 12, 15 bucks. I don't know. I probably should have paid less. But anyway, I could have downloaded it for free from somewhere, I'm sure. But uh, check out that book. Um, but anyway, I slept. I slept really good. I slept like I haven't slept in five years. I hit the, my head, hit the pillow, and I woke up and just felt, felt great. And, uh, and then I realized that uh, you got nothing to feel great about young man because your grade hasn't come back yet. <laughs> so don't count your chickens till they're hatched dummy. And so that's the mode I've been in since then. It's like waiting and waiting, checking the email, checking the email. And, uh, I'm sure it'll be in tomorrow and I'll find out, but I got a lot of stuff done today. Like I said, my, my, my slogan I guess if I have one is I do what I can when I can. So when I can't, it's not that big a deal. And so I've been doing the stuff I can do. And so today I went down to the Melvin, which is a theater that we are turning into a church, a community center slash church. And I hung a sign and I did a good job. I took and uh, did a, a, I think it's called a French cleat. If you don't know what that is, Google it. Cause it's hard to explain. But I hung up a piece of wood with a right, ang right angle or a 45-degree angle on one side, and I screwed a piece of wood to the back of the sign. It had another 45-degree angle on it, and I hung it up there, and it worked out, and it looks great, and it's done. And that job has been hanging over me for like two months, maybe more, maybe more like three months. And I just couldn't get my butt 
in gear to do it, but I did it today. I also went out and got my mower. My friend took it in for me out of pity, probably <laughs> to get it fixed. <laughs> and, uh, I was able to go pick it up today and, um, paid for it and everything and brought it home. And, and, you know, for a normal person, that sounds like, duh, why are you talking? Why am I listening to a guy talk about this on a podcast? But if you've been listening long enough, you know that that is a, that is something to celebrate because it's a task that was achieved. It is a normal thing to do. And I can't typically do normal, stupid things. You're talking to a microphone. I can hug and kiss on my kids and my wife and, and, and I can feed my dogs and go pick up stuff at Walmart but outside of that, my life is pretty, pretty, pretty dumb, pretty flipping dumb sometimes. And so getting the mower picked up and brought home and my son cut the lawn today, gave him five bucks for it. It's a, it's a good day, Dad Gummit. It's a good day. But what made it a best day ever uh, is I got a phone call. Or actually, I got a text this morning and I thought it was a, a, a prank because it was on Messenger and it said, hey, man. I need to talk to you about stuff in my life. Give me a call or give me your number. And I'm like, dude, somebody got hacked. And uh, cause it was from a kid that I would, that I would expect to want to talk to me. Um, but you know, asking for your number and stuff like that. I, so what I said is I said, Hey, give me your number and I'll call you around noon. And that did two things. First of all, it gave me time to get that sign hung. <laughs> Secondly, if if it was really somebody that really wanted to talk to me, they're going to give me a legit number and they'll be there when I call on on my time, you know? And uh, so I did. I called and it turned out to be a friend of mine. I'm not going to use his name. Um, I'll just call him B. His name is B. And I've known B since he was probably seven eight, nine, 10 years old, somewhere in there. And I know B and his sisters and his mom and, and B's had a hard life growing up. And he's a, he's a, a little white boy that was raised in the hood. And, um, the last time I talked with him was at the funeral of another kid from my children's church that, uh, he's in his, he was about 21 and he had killed himself. And I, I ran into B at the funeral and uh, B was, like I said, one of my kids back in Jam City days. And he was a mess, a hot mess. But I loved him and I loved his family. And uh, we went to visit him when, when the, the service, you know, child services came and took, his, took him and his sisters away from his mom. And we were with him, helped him with Christmas and, you know, just stuff like that that you think, you know, you just do because you, ha- you, you want to do it, you know. And you don't always think about the eternal consequences, especially so long ago. But B grew up and kind of skipped out on youth group, you know, and went out and just um, let life get the best of him. And long story short, B's, uh, until recently, has been one of my kids that just breaks my heart where, where he's ended up in his life. Because on his Facebook, it was all drugs and alcohol and, you know, celebrating the gangster lifestyle and, you know, just all this kind of stuff to the point that I think I unfollowed him 
which is a horrible thing to do, but I can't, it, it, I, I don't know. I, it's a horrible thing. I'll admit it and then I'll admit and then I'll defend why I did it because I don't want to watch somebody mess up their life. I don't want to watch somebody erode, you know, their life slowly falling apart. I didn't want to look at my Facebook wall one day and see R.I.P.B., you know. Um, I didn't want to find out like that. So, uh, anyway, I, I call, I called and it was him. And the first thing he tells me is he says, he says, he calls me pastor James. Cause that's what they called me back in the day. And he says, pastor James, he says, I'm, I'm four months sober. And I'm like, holy crap, holy crap. That's the best news I've ever heard. And we got to talking for about a, for about an hour. And, and, you know, talked about the struggles of, of trying to get sober and um, how it's kind of even affected his, his family. And because uh, some of his family still smoke a lot of weed and do a lot of drugs and, and they're kind of ostracizing him, I guess, because they feel bad. But I really believe in my heart that if he'll stick it out and he'll stay, you know, with it, that they'll follow his lead. He's a young man. He's probably 21, 20, 22. And uh, it was so good to be able to talk to him. And and he says, yeah, he says, I'm I'm not back in church or anything. He says, but I, I, me and God are all right. And I said, you know what, church, church will be there when you're ready for it. Don't you worry about that. You worry about connecting with God and, and, and beating this uh you know, staying sober and, and doing your meetings and stuff like that. Cause right now the meetings are his church and, and I don't know, church can be a scary place for somebody just getting up out of the, out of the lifestyle like that. The wrong church can mean so much can, can mean well, but, but end up hurting somebody, somebody that's broken. If you go to one of those churches where you can't be broken and it, and it'd be okay. And there's a lot of them. Um, you can end up sending somebody to their doom and I don't want to do that. Um, but he's got a church in his neighborhood that he knows he could go to that won't do him that way. And, uh, his mom is a believer and his stepdad used to do drugs and he's now straightened out and squared away and good with God and all that stuff. So I don't know. It was really good hearing from him. He's holding down a job. He's going to, uh, these, He's, uh, he's in some sort of program and he meets like every other night and it's for a whole year and he's already been doing it for four months and it just meant the world that, that he was, uh, you know, I was one of the people he would call to tell and he told me that he wanted me to come to his graduation next year when he, when he graduates and I was like, heck yeah, oh yeah, dude, wouldn't miss that for a million dollars. And uh, he says, I'm going to tell people you're my number one sponsor. <laughs> and I'm like, I ain't done nothing. But um, it's, you know, but when you get in their life when they're young like that, like that it's it's a place that, that you know, I guess they, they never, it never fills in with anybody else. Especially when you're talking about a young man like him with, with not many positive role models in his life, you know. And uh, 
Usually, usually the youth pastors get all the credit, you know, because the teenagers go through children's church. They kind of, you kind of forget about your childhood. You move into young adulthood and you remember some high school stuff. Mostly you remember all the bad stuff and you remember your youth pastor and, you know, choir trips and, and youth group trips and, and summer camps and all that stuff. And, and the youth pastors get a lot of credit, but I, I lucked out with, Oops, I said his name. Hold on. I lucked out with B because uh, he he didn't get all that. So I'm still the man, you know. And uh, not that that's what it's all about, but it, it really helps me so much. Because I don't always feel very important. And there was a time that I was. And that I did something that mattered. And when I looked at people like B, I I realized that, you know, as hard as I tried, some kids just couldn't be saved. And and then to get it to get a, a phone call saying, you know, hey, I'm sober, I'm 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 getting my life straight straightened out and squared away, I'm paying off debt, I'm and it's hard, but I'm going to stick with it. It's like God calling and saying, you know what, your work still is it's still being done. And, and that's hard to receive. But it was good to hear. And it's hard to believe, but uh, I don't know. Another random thing that happened relating to the past is, um, you know, as many of you know, I used to be a children's pastor and in an inner city church. It was a pretty big church, church of 5,000. Had 300 kids just, you know, a week just in elementary school, plus another 100 in junior church and then another hundred in the nursery. I wasn't over the nursery, thank God. But, um, uh, I did a, a, a program called Jam City. That's what it was called. When you came to church and you were between first and fifth grade, you came to Jam City where Jesus and me get together. It's kind of cheesy, Jam, Jesus and me. But that's how we rolled. And we had a theme song and we had special backgrounds that projected behind me that looked like city stuff. And the kids were divided into streets instead of grades. First street, second street, third street, fourth street, and fifth street. And scripture man would come out and mess up the Bible verse. And Miss Jen would always help him get it straight. And we would learn. And we played games that had to do with the Bible and the lesson that we were learning. Just any way I could do to to just try to get that point home. And uh, I know said something today. He's like, because we were talking about the fruits of the spirit, and it, I said I said his name again. Um, one of my favorite memories of of B was when he was little, and he comes in my office. 
I don't even know why he was there. Maybe his mom was getting counseling or something, but comes in my office and he's, he's like, first of all, he's like, you guys sure got a lot of bus stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I do. And second, he says, you know, you might not be thinking I'm listening. He says, but I pay attention. And I, and I'm like, yeah, right. Sure. You do. Don't even play with me. He says, no, I do. He says, you know the fruits of the Spirit? I was like, yeah, that's what we've been talking about. He said, well, I can say them all right now. And I said, okay, go. And I'm, I'm just, you know, whatever. He says, love, joy, peace, patience, and the rest of them. And he puts his fingers up like a gang sign. And the rest of them. <laughs> and I'm like, there you go. That was, that was more than I thought you knew. And he, I told him that story today, and he says, Pastor James, I might not know him now, but I knew him then. He said, I was up under the chair. <sighs> Half the time. He said, but I always knew you loved us. <laughs> but I said I was going to talk about something else. <laughs> I was telling you about James City. Because another one of my kids... Now I'm all weepy, so it's like going to be hard to talk the whole stupid podcast. But um, another one of my kids, his, his name's Alex, and I'll use his name because he's just he's doing good stuff and and uh, you know try to track him down, stalkers try to track him down. But him and Missy um, are are working for a friend of mine at at a brand new church, and they're they're putting together children's ministry, and they were on the um, on the Facebook with me on the messenger, just asking me so many questions about how to get Jam City started because they wanted to do it just like I did. And it was so awesome. To be able to pull up all this old stuff that I got and... <laughs> And apologize for half of it because it's it's not HD. <laughs> Back then, it was just regular D, <laughs> just SD, I guess. And uh, the, the, you know, there's no wide format. It's all four by three, you know, instead of six by nine or whatever the ratios are now on TVs. And uh, but they wanted all of it, and they didn't even know. They're so new, they didn't even know what all to ask for, and I just kept sending them stuff the rules and regs that we used to chant because the, the rules and regs rhymed and uh, the the concepts of behavior balloons that we would use that would keep each street knowing um how how many prizes that they were going to get at the end of service if they could keep their balloons from being popped and um and it was it just meant the world that these kids that used to do it have have uh I mean, all these years later, grown up, and now they're taking what what I did, and and you know, passing it on, I guess, to the next generation. And it it means a lot, I guess, because I've I've been feeling a lot lately that my um, my best years are over. Like I hit my peak. And and I've been okay with that. It's not been a happy thought, but it's it's been one that I've just kind of decided I need to deal with. 
but um, if if my stuff from back then is still relevant today, then maybe maybe I'm not as insignificant as I feel sometimes. And I hope this is nobody's first episode. <laughs> So uh it's it was a good day. And a good, you know, a good moment there with with these these kids just that it did work with, you know. That it, it did stick with and and granted Alex and and Missy they they've got great families behind them. They had a lot of advantages that B didn't have. And uh but Alex strayed for a little while, but he never went too far. I just never thought that boy would ever do anything in the ministry. He was just a football player and played football video games and kind of talked to you a little bit, but wasn't real. He wasn't, never was one of the kids that really needed a lot from me. But um, he's he's out there doing it now, you know. So, uh, one of my kids, uh, sung on, uh, American Idol. They, they cropped her out of it, but she did make it to Hollywood. <laughs> I guess they, they cropped her out so that, uh, they didn't have to pay her, <laughs> but she got far enough to, to go to Hollywood. And anyway, uh, I, I, I'm I'm thinking I'm I'm going to wrap it up here. Um, generally, I'm feeling okay. I'm never too optimistic because I know that just a, a, another day can go by and it could just be back to being miserable. But it is good to not feel like total crap because it wasn't. But a couple episodes back, that I I was feeling like crap. Jenna's adjusting to high school, and when I say adjusting, I I mean she's adjust. She's going to be adjusting well. It it's just an adjustment, and it's it's rough. It's like that first year of of uh, college in a lot of ways, because she's doing an acad uh, an academy track, which I guess is their word for honors track. And um, it's a lot of extra homework, and she's playing sports. And I walked in on her tonight, and she was crying. And I'm so glad I caught her, you know. I I, I just told her stop, and because she was typing, she was typing. I'm like, you're gonna make me cry if I gotta sit here and watch you type while you're crying. And you know, we just talked it out and talked about the pressure and and you know all this stuff cuz I don't want to put her through too much but she assures me that she can get adjusted and she could use her time better than she has been and that she'll be able to get it all done but I'm going to I'm going to keep my eye on her cuz she's like her mom she works too hard Jay on the other hand doesn't work hard enough sometimes so we had a a sit down today with his teacher and uh, he's doing school like I used to do school. The the absolute minimum requirement. Find out what that is and do that. And 
pass the test or hand in the homework and get the passing grade. The problem with that is if you mess up at all, you automatically fail <laughs> because you've given yourself no no headroom. So our my phrase with him has been do your best work the first time. You know, if you're a lazy student, that is fine. I was a lazy student. I'm still a lazy student. Well, now I'm not actually because I did the I'm trying for the exceeds expectations thing. But when I was a kid, I was, and I never learned the 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 best thing to do if you're a lazy student is do your best work the first time because when you just do crap and hand it in, you have to redo it, or you have to deal with the drama of being in trouble, um, and and that's what we have really had to re-drill into Jay's head every single year. The first quarter of school is is us uh, trying to get him motivated. And I know a lot of parents struggle with their kids' motivation. And I've, I really don't try to motivate him. Um, or I, what, what, what dads will struggle with is they want the kids to want to want it themselves. And that way you don't have to push them because if they want and take pride in what their work, then you don't have to stay on them. But I don't know that that's possible with my son. So what I do is I generate simulated care and I simulate the experience of Jay caring enough to do things by himself. And I do that by punishing the crap out of him. I wrote a list of all the things that Jay needed to get his crap together on. And he knows all the things on that list have to be accomplished. And at the bottom, it said no devices until this stuff is taken care of. And if, it, if we hear about this again, no devices for a month. And I don't know what your kid's thing is that it loves more than anything else. But for my son, he loves his media time. And so that is his greatest weakness. That's his kryptonite. And so he responds, and though I cannot make him become the kind of student I want him to be, I can simulate it. I can simulate that initiative in him <laughs> by forcing him. And eventually, prayerfully, it will click in, and he will learn to do his best work the first time. Because he knows that phrase. It's been drilled into his head. And um, I don't know, when we sat in the uh, teacher's evaluation today, he, we found a, uh, or she showed us, we didn't find it, we weren't snooping around looking for stuff. Uh, we were shown a, uh, a goal-setting thing that he set, a short-term goal sheet that he filled out, and it was trying to get an A in math, and it showed all these steps, and they were good steps. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he can't. He knows how to get there. And uh, he needs an A in math because he's got an A in almost everything else. So I, I don't worry about the boy. I just, I, you just think he's going to carry on learning the way he learned at the end of last year. But summer, they, they get dumb. I don't know if it's just boys or what. Maybe it's a personality type. Maybe it's just work ethic or whatever, but uh, he's he's getting back into doing better in school, and and that's going to be great. Meanwhile, my wife has lost her mind. She's going to become a boxer, um, not for real. She's in a class that's like at five o'clock in the morning or something, 
but she goes in and she boxes. She punches guys that are holding those mitts in their hands and she's kicking bags and stuff. And this is her thing. And she did one class and now she's a boxer. <laughs> I says, well, I did one class of PHP, so I'm a programmer. <laughs> so, well, you, you be a boxer. I'll be a programmer with our, with our one class in. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, anyway. Oh, um, I did, I did do one thing. I signed up for, uh, something that helped me track my, um, my reviews. Cause one thing I like to do is once a month, I like to get on and check my uh, podcast reviews. The problem is with iTunes, you get on there and they only show you the reviews from one country. I didn't realize there was an iTunes for all these other countries. And so, um, with the help of a friend, I found my podcast reviews.com and I plugged in all my, all four of my main podcasts and, um, it shows me, it sends me an email either daily or weekly. I think daily is a little overkill. So, but it shows me when I get new reviews and that's going to help me because usually I have to go hunt them up and, um, I'm not going to have to do that this time. So, you know, it's, it's, it, it, this is in line under podcast updates, in case you're wondering. I kind of go down a bullet list here. <laughs> so, but, uh, great, it was a great change of subject and, and a great uh, segue <laughs> into this. But still, um, I'm all about things that reduce stress, especially to do with podcasting. So, um, I'll leave you with this one last thought. And this is the most important thing in the entire episode. Uh, there's a movie on Netflix called We've Always Lived in This Castle. I think that's what it's called. It's by the same lady that did Haunting on Hill House. And it is an absolute crappy movie. It's rated TV 14. Um, and it is, it, is the, it is the worst movie in the world. It really is a piece of crap. So um, don't watch it. <laughs> and if you do... Email me and we'll talk about it because there were some subtle things in there that I figured out later on. So, you know, it was maybe a little deeper than I'm used to. And I, you know, it's the thinking man's movie maybe. And I just wanted a good old fashioned spooky ghost story movie or something. But, uh, I just don't think there was enough story there for me. And, uh, it was, it was a slow tell and, and just, it's just a little bit too much. Like, uh, what are those movies that nobody smiles in all the time? Uh, you know, I don't know. You'll have to figure that out too. If you can tell me <laughs> the movies I'm talking about, I'll send you a, a, a GOK sticker. <laughs> all right. Well, I want to thank our uh, patrons. All of you are amazing. Um, let me see if I've got, got the list up here. I, I just I just like to thank everybody. Uh, Aaron Huey, Karen, Karen Bernhardt, Carrie Wright, Chris Tipton, David Booth, Yanni Streespec, Julianne Peterson, Kevin Walker, Lucas Kirk, Peter Chapman, Ryan Greer, Zane Estrada. With uh, special thanks, of course, to Zane Estrada, Carrie Wright, and Carrie Bernhardt for the amounts that they uh, bless me with every month. Thank you guys for making GOK uh, a source of income. Uh, for me and and um i hope you felt my heart today because uh man when you're depressed you need stuff like that once in a while and it's been a long time 
and 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 it meant so much. So, you know, I don't know what I'm doing with this PHP thing. I don't think I'll ever. I don't. You know, I don't know. But it's something to do. It's something to keep my mind busy. And I'll update you on it and let you know. And maybe I'll be a famous podcast designer. <laughs> or even a, a decent one would be okay. Maybe I'll get a job doing it. I don't know. Uh, thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. God bless.